Hello and good afternoon. This is the Donkey's Garage, episode 9. In this episode, we are covering the Miami race. It was the first time the F1 visited Miami. Uh, tonight, to comment the show, we are joined by Jesus. Um, do you want to introduce yourself, perhaps? Um, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Jesus, and uh, I'll be joining you guys today for this Miami episode. So first question, maybe, uh, what made you watch Formula One in the first place? Is it something that comes from your childhood? Is it like a family thing? Or is it something that you like, engines you like, the smell of petrol? What is it? Mm, I don't know how to answer that question, to be honest. Uh, I think uh, nothing in particular. Just started with Alonso having, you know, uh, Spanish uh, influence in, uh, in the sport. And from then on, just uh, slowly catching up. So has, uh, for, for instance, uh, Drive to Survive or the F1 Fantasy, uh, I don't know, made you more and more? I mean, uh, I think uh, Drive to Survive uh, definitely opens your eyes to that uh, competition there is in the sport and uh, really helps to get uh, to engage with, uh, with Formula One and also Formula uh, Fantasy, the, the, the option to... Uh, to compete while watching Formula One is also something that attracts me as uh, it's an extra motivation to watch the full race. Okay, well, that's that's good information. Just a last quick question about Drive to Survive. Would you say that after watching Drive to Survive, has it helped you understand better what Formula One is about? Or when you watch it, you say, okay, this, this in reality is not completely the same thing. Would you say it helps you understand what's happening during the race uh, weekend? Um, I mean, at the beginning, like the first, uh, the first seasons, I think 2017, 2018, they would, uh, they will, uh, they definitely help me understand uh, better Formula One. Okay. But uh, recently, I I didn't even watch the the recent uh, season of Drive to Survive because I didn't uh, find it appealing. I didn't uh, I didn't think it matched what uh, was seen uh, throughout the season. So reality and Drive to Survive. Uh... No, no, they're diverging somehow. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good to know. Thank you. Uh, now, coming to the race, um, how would you define, how would you describe qualifying? Was it, well, we did watch the FPs. Um, it was quite interesting. I think they, they threw us out of balance somehow because they were really not uh, uh, representative of what was going to happen. And Mercedes seemed to be really, really strong during the free practices. Uh, Ferrari seemed to be really uh, on the having the upper hand on on Red Bull, and then qualifying. What do you make of it? Mm, I think uh, I mean first of all, I'm very happy for for Science. Of course, he was. Uh, You're even, a big uh, Science fan, yeah. aren't you? Even though it was a tough Friday for him, uh, I think he uh, he did a very good uh, qualifying after his incident. Uh, it was a pity that he was uh, only. Uh, uh, one second? No. What's the word? Decima. Uh, What's the uh... tenth? Yeah, one tenth of a second away from ninth. So I think that's a bit of a pity. But uh, overall, I think it was a good uh, qualifying season uh, session. Also, I'm a bit uh, uh, pissed off by Alonso's position. Uh, but uh, I think uh, it the qualifying reflected what we've seen, what we saw in in the free practices. Maybe Mercedes wasn't at the level they. They seem to be, but I think overall it was a, a representative uh, qualifying in comparison to the practices. So, 
For instance, if we take um, Leclerc and Sainz, there's been this urge, uh, an increasing urge to on, on, on Sainz and getting closer to Leclerc when it comes to qualifying. Uh, he had, he's had some trouble uh, well, outmatching, which he actually didn't, uh, Leclerc. This time he was able actually to, to, to capitalize. He wasn't ahead of him, but he was coming really close. Are you happy by that? I mean, I think uh, in the last uh, three races, he has actually been uh, very close to, to, Leclerc, uh, to Leclerc. He has been a bit unlucky in some of them, such as the one of the red flag, which uh, I don't understand why uh, that race wasn't valid. Uh, minimal, right? Yeah. Yes. But I think uh, overall the point difference there is uh, in the in the standings uh, doesn't reflect the uh, the actual level uh, or how similar both drivers are in terms of driving. And what do you make of Verstappen? Do you think he he sh he had a bit more potential? Do you think he could have taken that P one and I mean, sealed it? I mean, I, of course, I think uh, he he messed up in that uh, last yeah. uh, qualifying yeah. lap. But uh, I think uh, Verstappen is. Uh, He's a beast, and he showed that uh, during the race. He's uh... he's driving really, really hard lately. Yeah. I mean, he's doing hundred twenty percent. Well, that's good to know. Um, what do you make of the rest? Because I mean, we've got Alonso. You already said it was a bit of annoying that he was behind Q two. He had a chance of getting Q three. Um, somehow it was uh, he got entangled with uh, signs. Didn't make it into Q three. But we've got Bottas. We've got Mercedes that somehow had a mess. And then we've got even Stroll that somehow showed up in Q3 and said, hello, I'm here. Um, I wasn't invited, but somehow I'm here. What do you make of uh, these uh, four guys? Uh, first of all, I was very surprised with uh, Bottas' performance. Uh, he also had a very bad Friday. He also had a very tough yeah. incident and uh, he had a very solid qualifying and a very solid race. It shows that the Alfa Romeo is uh, really up there fighting for... Uh, the mid ladder of the of the standings and uh, of the constructor standings, and uh, in terms of uh, Mercedes, I think uh, Russell was uh, extremely lucky this time, uh, but he also played a very good strategy. So but during qualifying, he was the guy that outsmart at the beginning, and then somehow he fell to the bottom of the uh, qualifying. Yeah. Oh, you are, we're talking about qualifying. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were talking about the race already. Um, because Hamilton was the one that was struggling to, to get those tyres uh, in the right yeah. window of performance. And then suddenly he pulled a P5, um, P6 actually. Um, that was unforeseen. And Russell was the guy who was doing all perfect during the free practices, beginning of qualifying. And then somehow he messed up. He didn't quite get that P6, P7. What do you make of that? Do you think he was... Uh, bad strategy by the team or was it that Hamilton pulled the trick out of the hat and well he did a Hamilton I mean seven years I mean uh, there's also uh, some of luck I guess involved in in qualifying uh, you depend especially when with this kind of circuits where uh, the the time difference uh, really uh, uh, like the the time per lap improves as the lap continues so at the end of the day you yeah, are absolutely. you are uh, it all depends on your last lap, on the last uh, three minutes of, uh, of that uh, qualifying session. So uh, you can do a very solid 10 minutes, be up there, and then if, it, if in the last lap, when the, when, the, uh, when the circuit, uh, when the tarmac yeah, surface when improves, then um, if you can't uh, perform in that, load, in that last three minutes, then 
No, absolutely. I mean, there, there, there was changing circumstances. Oh, we, we saw it with uh, Verstappen, right? When he did his last uh, attempt, uh, he messed up and he had to yeah. qualify with his previous attempt. Well, that's good to know. Uh, again, an uh, honorable mention, I guess, to, to Stroll for, for getting Q3, which I think quite lucky. And now we get into the race. Um, what do you make of the race overall? Was it interesting? Was it something you were saying, okay, this is done? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I found the, I found the race uh, pretty boring, especially uh, in the middle of the race, like yeah. uh, from lap uh, three onwards, it was a pretty uh, boring race. There was no much uh, overtakes. Um, and Monotonous, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. very monotonous. Everyone was with their hard tires throughout the whole race. It was more about uh, keeping the tires uh, Alive than uh, yeah, racing. They promised two stops. It was only one stop yeah. in the end. Um, and there were not as many safety cars as was expected either. Leclerc, Verstappen, Sainz at the beginning. What do you make of Sainz star? Was it, was it enough for the team? I mean, I think uh, maybe it wasn't enough, but also you have to take into account that uh, Sainz has been uh, two consecutive races without uh, scoring any points. So when Verstappen, the aggressive driver he is, uh, uh, puts the car uh, as, as he did to Sainz, then of course he's going to play a bit uh, safer uh, yeah. given the, the previous circumstances. He wanted to score points today, he needs to regain the, his confidence. So I think overall he did a pretty good start. He didn't uh, put the car out of the race. So uh, I would uh, leave it like that. So you think it was the right call to be conservative? It was the right call to say, I'm going to play the long game. It's a long race, 57 laps. We'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, Red Bull had the better car uh, in this circuit. So uh, there was no point on risking uh, crashing to Verstappen when uh, uh, in the upcoming laps you could have uh, easily overtook him. Absolutely right. And Perez, what do you make of his strategy? Especially when he pits to get those mediums, fresh mediums. It was somehow expected for him to dust uh, science and, well, he's got stuck behind. Yeah, I think, uh, of course, uh, you can blame Perez for not overtaking science, but also uh, the circuit wasn't the best uh, place to overtake. There was, it, wasn't, it was a uh, tough one. Yeah, it wasn't that easy. Uh, so uh, I think if maybe if it was Verstappen or if it was Leclerc, he would uh, have definitely uh, uh, be more aggressive against Sainz. But uh, I think Perez is also he also drives like Sainz in a way. He's more conservative and he he really needs to be sure of him uh, overtaking without any consequences. But he did throw the car from very far behind into a corner that we did see Alonso, many drivers, uh, Bottas lose the front, uh, understeer. It was a tough, uh, tough first corner for that one. Uh, well, yeah, it's uh, definitely a, a tricky race for everyone. Um, and what about Alonso, Bottas? I would say they were somehow, this Bottas did a really good race. It was quite unfortunate that he made a mistake at the moment that really mattered because he had a very easy race i mean easy he was very calm he was racing almost by himself through um one quarter of the race and then when things got a bit heated with uh, hamilton maybe the two mercedes uh he had a bit of a front um understeer what do you make of his race 
Uh, I think he had a pretty solid weekend, pretty solid qualifying and pretty solid race. And uh, yeah, one mistake in the wrong moment and in the wrong time uh, costed him that uh, fifth place. But uh, um, of course, those mistakes are mistakes you can't uh, make at, the, at that level, especially when you're fighting for... Good, uh, it was P5 at yeah, that moment. For it's... such positions and for such points, especially for the Constructor Championship, when you have uh, your your... Uh, your teammate out of the race so you really need those yep. points and uh, he made that mistake but uh, apart from that I think he had a, a very solid very solid race and it really shows that the Alfa Romeo uh, is a very competitive car yeah do you think maybe there was a bit of a pressure of saying Lewis Hamilton is behind me my old teammate my old car was behind me do you think that played a role in, in that mistake or was it something completely I mean unfortunate I mean, I don't know. I think uh, maybe that, I mean, everything plays a part in those mistakes, I think. I bet when you look in, in that mirror and you see Lewis Hamilton, the Mercedes behind you, you yeah. really have to to step up your game and maybe overdrive just a tiny yeah. bit enough that puts yeah. you over the edge. Yeah, I agree. And also, like, they've been uh, already 47 laps yeah. uh, racing past. Uh, you've seen how the drivers got out of the cars. They were all very tired yeah. and sweaty, so I think also... Yeah, psychologically, it's yeah. a tough race. You have yeah. to keep it you know, mental strong. You're 18 seconds ahead with a guaranteed fifth position and suddenly you have to yeah. uh, be fighting again for that position uh, after a, a safety car. So I think uh, it's all mental games. And now the two big winners, I would say, of the of that safety car, Russell and Ocken. Russell, well, I mean, he, he really played the, the odds. He, he was started back far behind, had a very poor start. And then plays the long game. What do you make of that? Is it something that was it was it smart by him? Was it smart by the team, or was it just luck? I mean, definitely uh, smart in the sense uh, you start eleventh or twelfth in the yeah. race. You need to risk something if you wanna uh, get those points, or you really need to do something a uh, different strategy than the guys in front of you. So in that sense, uh, they had uh, nothing to lose. And uh, but he was fighting. Albon in in lap two, yeah, and somehow he ends up in yeah. in P five, saying, "Again, I wasn't invited here, but I mean, definitely a, a combination of both. He was he was a smart strategy, but also he he's a bit of a lucky bastard. So, <laughs> I, I guess Lewis wasn't really happy when he said over no, the radio, no. uh, strategy hasn't been kind to me, right? Yeah, um, Ocon did the same. He was lucky." Again, I guess his uh, confidence on the car was a bit shaken when he hit that um, that wall. It was a strong um, incident, fifty one Gs actually. That was um, that was something interesting. And now the two Aston Martins that somehow were racing, but they were racing in a different level. Um, they did a really long stint. Straw was fighting at some point. Alonso he was fighting Magnussen. Vettel was in the same fight. What do you make of that strategy? And were they just uh, wasting time for everyone? Uh, I, I found them very annoying, to be honest. I was uh, raging the whole time, seeing Norris and seeing Magnussen behind them for, the, uh, for practically the whole race. But they did keep the tyres from the beginning. They were starting from the pit lane. They, they were really doing a long stint. I mean, they were racing. Yeah, they were racing, but uh, they were fighting for the last place. <laughs> they were lucky of the safety car, but if it wasn't because of the safety car, they would be fighting for the last uh, place. And they were still there in the 13th position, um, 
making everyone behind them go slower and uh, fighting them harder, which is at the end of the day is racing. But uh, oh. we did so they were entangled with uh, Gasly, the, the incident um, with our actually with Alonso. We didn't mention that. Um, Magnussen and, and Shumi with the Haas, they had a very poor strategy. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think the Haas team was the. I don't know what. I, I don't think they were racing uh, yesterday. I don't think. I don't know where they were yesterday. They had a very. <laughs> yeah, they, they especially after the smart. safety car. Yeah. So there was. Magnussen had uh, some interesting moves with Vettel uh, overtaking. He did really good, uh, some, some really good overtakes. And then there was the incident between Vettel and Shumi. They crashed. That was stupid. Would you attribute that crash to maybe being tired and you're starting to, to lose those reflexes? You're not 100% uh, on your A game? Uh, I mean, I think, yeah, it could be attributed to uh, being... Uh, His Vettel was not... I mean, he had a decent race, but again, he was fighting for P18, P17, P16, maybe at best. Um, I think if if the guys in front, because we saw how uh, Leclerc, Sainz, Verstappen got out of the car with they were all sweaty and uh, tired. Uh, imagine the guys uh, in those positions where they were fighting every each other the whole time. Um, yeah, so I mean, it, it was I think it was a racing incident, but uh, definitely uh, tiredness plays a role in there. And lastly, maybe desperation. What do you make of the McLaren? Because Imola, they were there. And then suddenly Miami, my, McLaren is, is gone again. They were quite in the Saudi Arabia uh, attitude, uh, having issues with the brakes, understeer. What do you make of them? Uh, Norris, what, the shanter. Yeah, I was very disappointed with uh, McLaren this weekend. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, for some races they are there, other races they are not there. So it's qualifying. They did look to be up there. And then suddenly during the race, they just vanished. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, they have a, a strong car in in cold conditions, cold. but uh, when they when the weather is warm, uh, they have uh, they can they don't have a car to compete for the mid ladder. And what? How would you describe? Would you say? How would you describe the incident uh, between Gasly and Norris? Would you say that there was unfortunate? Um, I mean, it was, uh, I would say it was Alonso's fault, because... <laughs> uh, okay, I, fair enough, explain that. Alonso over to Gasly, uh, a bit uh, illegal from his part. An extremist. Yeah, and then uh, from then on, Gasly just uh, started losing positions, and uh, of course the incident with uh, Norris was uh, Norris' fault. Uh, it was Norris that actually didn't quite calculate well yeah. the space he left. Yeah, it was definitely Norris' fault, but uh, it, it started because of uh, that uh, so illegal overtook. By you were Alonso. saying that, that had it not been for Alonso, this wouldn't have happened. Gasly would have still been in eighth position. Okay, and okay. They would still be, so maybe it would be Alonso that would be out. Yeah, you, <laughs> <Maybe>. never, <know. laughs> you never know. Okay, so um, maybe just to, to close down. What are the main takeaways of this race? Would you say Ferrari is in desperate need of bringing updates to keep up with the Red Bull? Because that car really seems to be strong. Um, what do you make of, of what are your key t uh, takeaways of this uh, Miami Grand Prix? Yeah, definitely. That, uh, that would be one. I think uh, Red Bull is slowly catching up, or fastly catching up. They are ahead. Yeah, and uh, I would say another takeaway is that uh, Alfa Romeo has a, uh, even though you can't see it with uh, so he's a, I don't know that he's a rookie. 
I think through Bottas you can see that they have a really competitive car to be the best third team in the in the grid, and uh, and uh, that will be my two main takeaways. And uh, to just to finalize, then, would you say Mercedes has closed the gap to the guys in front? Would you say they're back there in the P three P four area, or are you still think they are they still have a long way to go to fight for a podium consistently and even fight for uh, for a P one at some point? I mean, they've they're definitely they have definitely been improvements, but uh, I think we have uh, to see in Barcelona. It's a more uh, technical circuit, and uh, uh, we will see there where they actually are at. But uh, I think they've uh, definitely shown improvements in comparison to the previous races. So promising uh, updates for, yeah. for Mercedes. I don't think they will be able to compete with Red Bull or Ferrari, but definitely to be a top three. And, well, lastly, who would you say wins the Donkeys Award? I would give it to the Haas team, to be honest. Uh, after the safety car, they had... Uh, Collectively. Yeah. After the safety car, they had uh, their two drivers uh, in the points. And uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know. The, the decision of stopping Magnussen, uh, uh, they had both drivers out of the points. And uh, I think Magnussen didn't even finish the race or... Well, I mean, they, they definitely didn't play well at cards. No. I, for myself, I'm not sure. I would actually say it's either Checo Perez or Lando Norris. If I ch were to choose Checo Perez, I would say that attempt on overtaking Sainz was a bit premature. He should have waited another lap, built up that momentum and actually get it done. And it would have helped uh, Red Bull. And Norris, I think, was just stupid. I mean, that moment, you, you've got a car that's coming back into the track. You know you have to leave a bit of space, especially when, when it's dirty and the dirty part of the track. It's not going to be very um, good for those tyres, going to get them dirty. So I think I'm going to go actually for, for Norris. He didn't do a good race there. And I think with that, we, we conclude the episode. Thank you very much for everyone for listening. Thank you very much to you for joining the Donkey's Garage, and um, well, we'll be back at, for the Barcelona race. Yeah.